The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the available lines ahead of the college basketball tournament on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsibility responsible gaming resources. Hey, hey, what's up, Cowboys Nation? Welcome to another edition of Cowboys Roundup, brought to you by SB Nation's Blogging the Boys, where every day we bring you the latest and greatest Cowboys news and updates. My name is Dan Rogers. You may know me as Danny Phantom at Blogging the Boys or on Twitter at DannyPhantom24. It is Thursday, November 18th, 2021. We hope your day is going well. We hope your week is going well as we get closer and closer to the big game against the Kansas City Chiefs. This is the game of the year, in my opinion. You know, the Kansas City Chiefs are just a year removed from being Super Bowl champions. They are still the reigning AFC champions, and this is an opportunity for the Cowboys to show the entire league that they are one of the best teams in the NFL. We want to give a special shout out to all our new listeners. If you haven't yet, please do subscribe to the Blogging the Boys podcast network. Leave us a rating, write a review, tell us what you think, or anything that we could do to improve your podcast listening experience. And as always, if you want to talk to me about anything at all, any Cowboys hot topics, matchups that concern you, or your most controversial take, you know, throw them my way. For me, mine is, I think Terrence still is a starting tackle. Now, where he goes depends on who's available. If, if Tyron's there, then I think he's your starting right tackle over Lyle. I know that's crazy, but that's just where my mind's at right now. But hey, you let me know what your most controversial take is. Hit me up on Twitter anytime you want, at DannyPhantom24. All right, the Cowboys and the Chiefs. Currently, the Cowboys are two and a half point underdogs right now. Personally, I like it when the Cowboys are underdogs. The last time these teams faced each other was back in 2017. The Cowboys won that game at home. It was the game Beasley had a couple touchdowns and he had his little spirit fingers touchdown celebration. The last time the Cowboys have beaten the Chiefs on the road was way back in 2009. You may, if you remember back that far, the Chiefs at quarterback for for them was uh, a guy named Matt Castle. Maybe you've heard of him. I'm sure you have and not in a good way. Uh, Castle was their quarterback. It was the game that Miles Austin torched them. 250 yards that still remains today 
the single game high receiving yards of any Cowboys receiver, uh, Miles Austin. And he was just torching the Chiefs, torching a guy named Brandon Carr. Maybe you've heard of him too. The Chiefs are, they're six and four. They currently lead the AFC West. You know, people have been kind of looking at them as they're not as uh, forceful as they have been in recent years and in the last couple years anyway. Um, I don't necessarily think that's a true thing. Uh, Kansas City has, their four losses have come against all three division leaders uh, in, in the AFC with um, Buffalo and Baltimore and Tennessee. And they also lost to the Chargers, which were leading the division, the AFC West, up until last week. So, I mean, they've lost to good teams. They've also beaten all three of the NFC East teams that they've played. They've played them all. And after after Sunday, they will have played them all. But they've played the Giants, Eagles, and Washington already, and they have beaten all of those teams. I, I think that Kansas City is a better team than what their record shows. You know, this whole year has been funny. You've had teams that have, their stock has been up and down. And so the Chiefs are, they've had their down moments, but I think that they're starting to trend up. I mean, they've won two straight. They're certainly playing a lot better now. They are still a really good offensive team. Nobody throws the ball more than the Kansas City Chiefs. They are ranked first in passing attempts. They are only 10th in points scored, but they are 4th in yards, so they do move the ball. They are first in the league in third down conversions. And they are they're only 10th in points scored because they are 19th in the league in red zone efficiency, so they've had some troubles there. But the real problem for the Chiefs isn't on the offensive side of the ball. It's on defense. They are a bottom 10 team in yards allowed. They are ranked 20th overall in points allowed. And they have given up 7.4 yards per passing attempt. That is third worst in the league. But they're still dangerous. And Patrick Mahomes is the reason for that. in particular, he he has an uncanny ability to extend plays and make something out of nothing. And that was a topic of discussion when Mike McCarthy took to the podium on Wednesday to talk to the media as he talked about Mahomes' ability to extend plays. Let's hear what he had to say. Defense is the biggest thing. It's a plaster. You know, you, you'll see time and time again that particularly defensive perimeter players get stuck with their eyes going back to the quarterback and it gives the, the receiver an opportunity to create separation and give a, the quarterback a window to throw the ball. So, and then obviously the, the pass rush element, uh, you know, because if you do have the rush lane discipline, um, I mean, he's, he's not one that goes outside. He does a really good job setting the rush high and coming up in, you know, in the vacated A or B gap. So, I mean, those are the little things that you, you practice and emphasize, and uh, he's, he's outstanding at it. McCarthy was also asked about Dak's decision-making this year, and here is what he had to say about his own quarterback. I mean, we're, we're, we're definitely with our, our, you know, our, our, our design of plays. I would put us in you know, more of the aggressive 
category. So, I mean, we're not a dink and dunk offense. So, I think the point I'm making with his completion percentage, I, I think it's shows you, you know, the type of player he is and just the kind of year he's having. So, I think his decision making overall as a whole has been excellent. So, um, you know, the, the interception ratio is a little higher. You like, you like to be 1.7 or less. You know, historically is is, is way the way we look at it. Um, but you know, it's you know, it's a long year. Those those are numbers really. More for it at the end of the season, you go back and evaluate. I, I think you can get, get yourself crossed up, you know, holding to those numbers in midseason. But, um, you know, I, I think he's very smart with the football. Indeed, he is smart with the football. And by the way, congrats to Doc Prescott for being named this week's FedEx Air NFL Player of the Week. He had 296 yards and two touchdowns against the Falcons. Granted, that's not huge stats, but. You know, that was only through three quarters of play. But nonetheless, congrats to Dak. McCarthy also talked about the crowd noise and how they are preparing extra for that as Arrowhead is one of the loudest stadiums in the league. and has been known to get up to 140 decibels. So noise will be a big part of the Cowboys' preparation this week. Some player updates. Tyron Smith was limited in practice on Wednesday. The Joneses expect him to be able to be a go this week, although McCarthy said he'd really like to see him get a full week of practice. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence and Neville Gallimore are still limited, and they are in the rehab group. Amari Cooper, hamstring, CeeDee Lamb, triceps, Ezekiel Elliott, knee, and Cedric Wilson, shoulder, were all full participants. Greg Zerline returns today, and there have been no new additions to the COVID list. That's all for our news today. Make sure you check out all the great podcasts we have throughout the entire week. Later on today, we'll have Riled Up with Roy White and Tom Ryle as they will preview the Cowboys game against the Chiefs. But that's all we have for today. Thanks for hanging out with us. Stay happy, stay safe, stay true to the silver and blue We will catch you later.